Welcome. You're listening to the Think Like an Entrepreneur podcast because it turns out there's no such thing as a struggling entrepreneur. There are only business owners still operating from an employee mindset. I'm your host, business coach Katherine Morrison. Now let's dig in. Hey everybody, how's it going? Today, we are going to be talking to one of my OG clients. Kieran has been coaching with me for over a year now which means he actually started with me as a one-on-one client and then came into the mastermind. He was in the first round and obviously he renewed and came in for the second round and we share a really fun fact about that in the interview. In our time together, Kieran has gone from two to $5,000 months to consistent $10,000, $15,000 and $18,000 months. In our time together, he has also gone from a niche that his brain told him seemed like it would work, but his heart totally wasn't into, to heading up a business that feels like his soul calling and ministry for the world. And as if that wasn't big enough. In that same time, he has also welcomed his second child into the world, written a children's book, and scaled his business to the point where his wife was able to come home after her maternity leave. Kieran is an example of what is possible in the world. He is a shining example of the kind of entrepreneurs that emerge from this mastermind, and he is an exceptional human to boot. It is an honor to just be in his presence. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive in. All right, you guys, we have an OG client on the podcast today. Kieran, just give us a quick intro to who you are and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Kieran Lenahan. I'm from New Jersey. I am a, a husband and a dad to two, a foster parent to one of our kids. And I'm a business and mindset coach. And I work specifically with Christian business owners. I love it. And I I want to dig into so much of this because as I was just telling Kieran before we recorded, I took some notes the other day. I was traveling back on a flight with my kids and all of them were like sleeping or just chill. So I like had this whole page. I'm like, holy cow, like I have been working with Kieran for over a year now. And I was thinking about what an epic transformation you've had because this goes back before even the mastermind. Like, Kieran, you're so OG that you were the last client I ever signed at my $6,000 package. Right. Yeah, I know. Ah. It's, it's like, if I were to think about investing in a stock, I, I started with you at the perfect time. And now you're, you know, what it costs to work with you is skyrocketed. And I feel like I, I caught that wave as perfectly as I possibly could. But what, what I'm so curious about, because I, Kelly, by the time this airs, Kelly will have been on the podcast a couple of weeks prior. And it was interesting talking to Kelly because she was new. And one of the things we were talking about was like her decision to come in and, you know, she, but she's already at the six figure job. And like, you know, what, what was the thing that made her decide, like, I'm going all in on my business. And what I'm so curious to hear from you is going back even before the mastermind was launched, when you just booked that call with me, you were in a very different position because you had actually left your job, right? You were like on your own at that point. Yeah. And if I recall, so you had like one child at home that you were supporting and was your wife pregnant at that time? Yes, she was. Right. She was so, probably halfway through her pregnancy at that point. And so I, like, I'm just so curious, like, what was it for you if we were to like go back and get in Kieran's brain at that time? Because that's a very different situation where it's like, oh, I've totally left like my full-time paycheck that I was getting all the time. 
I've got one child to support. I've got another on the way. And I remember actually you came onto that call and you mentioned, because it was after you that I went from 6K to 10K and you were like, oh, I came prepared to pay $10,000. Yeah. And so, and I know that you said you had a bunch of money scarcity stuff. So like, what was happening that you got yourself to a point where you're like, I'm going all in on myself? Yeah, uh, we're going, we're going way back. We're going way back. We're going to cover the whole gamut today. Old Kieran's brain. Yeah. So I definitely have had money scarcity thoughts for the first five months in my business. I basically started full-time at the beginning of 2020. For the first five months, I was kind of hesitant to work with a coach and there was a lot of stuff wrapped up in that. I had a lot of pride. I wanted to do it on my own. I'm really good at figuring things out on my own. And when I finally got out of that and realized I don't, I won't hire a coach because I feel like I need a coach. I'll hire one because I actually want one. And so I ended up, I worked with a coach before actually working with you one-on-one and then knew that I was looking for something a little bit different uh, to help me get where I wanted to go. And so at that point, so I had left my corporate job at the very end of 2019, a very comfortable golden handcuffs, the whole, you know, the whole nine yards, um, knew that I wanted to be in business full-time and left. But when I did leave, I think one of the things that I mentioned when I set up time to talk with you was the fact that I, I had a safety net. I had built up a ton of savings. My wife was still working at the time. And so you know, we had a, a young child. We had another one on the way, but I was feeling very safe and comfortable. Yeah. And one of the things that I remember thinking was, I wonder if that's part of the problem. I wonder if I'm, I'm not really pushing myself uh, to grow as much as I can. Yeah. And that was one. I was that was like one of the like six points that I outlined. I remember filling it out uh, that I outlined as to why I wanted to to work with you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it, it is sort of like when people have if it's not in their awareness that they've got a safety net. We think a safety net is like a great thing, but it can it can like the same way a weapon like a tool can become a weapon, right? Like it can start to be the thing that makes us complacent. And I love that you were able to identify that in yourself and be like, oh, this is like, I want to enter a space where I'm going to go all in. And so, so, yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to even think about like, how do we interplay? Because I really do want to go back and like spend a little time talking because your transformation has been so powerful from the beginning of that time up until now. But like, at this point in the first round of the mastermind, you definitely like, you just are the person who creates pretty consistent $10,000 months at this point. I think you even had, you've had a 15,000 and $18,000 month. Yeah. 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 So, so like that was just about a little over a year ago. And what were you make Like, what was your monthly income when you came to work with me? It was, I think it was anywhere from like, two to $5,000 a month. So it was yeah. consistent. It just wasn't the level that I wanted it to be at. Yeah. And yeah. And at that point I still hadn't really leaned into what my niche is now. That's and there was a I lot guess. of, there was a ton of drama that I had around that, a, a lot of resistance to it. And it even took me basically until the very beginning of the first round of the mastermind to just fully just surrender to that and just go with it. Yeah. Because even after I had kind of initially decided that that was going to be my niche, I was still like, oh, what about this other startup stuff? And what about all this other stuff? Seems interesting to me. Maybe I'll pursue that. And you know, my, my attention was diluted and my focus was diluted. Yeah. I love it. It, I had like a note here, like your mindset determines the decisions you make in your business strategy. 
And last night in the mastermind, we had like a client funnels workshop. And I feel like everyone, if anyone ever doubted, it was just their thoughts. It's like, oh, this person's had 40 clients and no resigns. And these are her thoughts. Like it, it was so clear to everybody looking at it and thinking about like your mindset really does just determine like the business strategy you go for. I remember when we first started together, I, I would coach you. Sometimes you would like, you would go up to New York city. You were like trying to meet with like a bunch of startups and like, but when I asked you what, like your soul really craved, you really wanted to be working with Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so like, if we were to just walk through that, cause I feel like that was such a powerful transformation for you to go from, you know, and I think it's, and I think this is interesting, actually like stuff in corporate, I don't think people like, I never advocate for like hating your job. And I think for a lot of people, it's like their, their jobs are intellectually very interesting. And mm-hmm. there was probably a lot of like working with startups that was like intellectually very interesting, yeah. but like when people come to work with me, I'm like, no, we're making soul businesses. And when we looked at that, it was so clear that your faith was such an important part. So mm-hmm. can you like unpack what that transformation was for you? Yeah, for sure. I think there were definitely a couple of things that had me still kind of playing in the startup space, still meeting people and, and spending time thinking about that. Part of it was this kind of intellectual stimulation. I'm just generally interested and, and love businesses. I love the startup world. You know, love watching Shark Tank and just seeing people's ideas of what they've created and turned into a business. Yeah. That really fascinates me. But then on the other side of that, I think there is definitely the fear and the the scarcity around stepping into my niche working with people who are faith driven. And I I will always remember the session that you and I coached on, just the math of it, because part of the resistance I had to, to leaning into it, because at that time, when I was still kind of in the startup space, I had on paper decided that my niche was to lean into my faith and, and entrepreneurship. But I wasn't believing that there were actually people out there who would hire me. I was like, oh, they don't exist. And if they do exist, they don't have money. And if they do have money, then they're not going to, whatever. It would just go down the list of all these reasons why it wouldn't work. And that's, that's what really fed into me continuing to go down this path that was interesting enough. So I, it felt like a, an okay enough idea at the time. It wasn't a clear, like, oh, I actually don't want to do this work in the startup world. Right. Cause I was still kind of attached to that because it felt like safe and felt like it was preventing me from potentially failing in this other area that really was deep down what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, and it's like, it's almost like a theme. I think Kelly and I talked about this a little bit. I think it's like people come into this room to like give up the good, right? Because you totally could have had like probably a decently successful coaching business, like just doing startup yeah. stuff. But like the, the you had fear, of course, like the thing that we like desire the most, it's so natural to have that fear around. And it's been like, so amazing. Kieran recently had like an Instagram post and it was like, Jesus was the greatest entrepreneur of all time. And like, I'm not even Christian. I'm like harding it. And I'm just like, I love seeing you, right. Like stepping like fully into your identity and like owning like your message. Like I was actually, it's funny. I have a brother-in-law and he is literally a pastor. Now he just went through seminary. And when I was back home talking to him, I was talking about how my business feels like my ministry. And like, I really do get the sense that like for you, your business is also your ministry. Yeah. 100%. And that's, that's something that's just kind of been, I've been sitting with a lot more recently. And as I think about the long term of the business, 
100%. This, this is my ministry. This is my way to serve people who, who share my faith and to build them up and to help them reflect Jesus and, and what it is that we stand for and what we believe in our faith. And so I've actually thought about the, even the word pastor, um, I sometimes I think about myself as a pastor to entrepreneurs, right? I help them, I help them connect with God. I help them connect with following Jesus and bring that into their business because I actually think that is the best way to run a business, not only to be loving and to be serving to the world and whoever it is that they serve, whether or not the people they serve are also Christian. Um, that is the best way to run a business and the best way to live a life. Like that's the whole idea. And so to be one kind of an example is something that I take uh, very seriously and not that it can't be fun, but seriously in a sense of, I, I really uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to be able to do that and to be able to lead by example. And also love helping people walk along their journey of incorporating the things that are most dear to them, faith and family, and, and bring that into their business because it's, there's nothing better than it. That's, that's why I get up in the morning. It's for now, I see that as the long-term future of, of what I plan to be doing with my life. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool. Definitely. My business is my ministry. Yeah. And it's when I, if I were to like think about sort of the <laughs> you and, and like what you are preaching. And I, I think that like, I'm definitely on, on this path too, of just like non-hustle and allowing yourself. Like I really, I look at what you embody and demonstrate for your audience. And it really just feels like you have an extremely rich, full life. Actually, hold on. I think I wrote some things down. Like you're a devoted husband. Like I've, I've heard the way that you talk right? About like your wife and your commitments to your wife. Like it's so obvious you're devoted. You're like an extremely present father. You have like a foster child and you guys just recently had Callie. Um, you have a rich social life, deep spiritual connection and a very successful online business. And like, it's not hustly. Yeah. Right. And wait, and guys, Kieran wrote a children's book. Like <laughs> during the past year, as he's like grown his business to 10, 15, $18,000 a month. And so like a lot of people would look at that. And I think like the, there's a sort of social narrative. It's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. Like mm -hmm. you can't yeah. have it all. And what I see you just demonstrating and living and embodying is that like, you're not available for not having it all. Yeah. And it's possible, like you said, without the hustle, without yeah. the the grind, without putting in insane hours and, and not that there is, there's no such thing as sacrifice in building a business, but it doesn't require sacrificing the things that are most important to you. I actually think one of my superpowers building my business has been my, my devotion to this idea that you can build a business without hustling. Like I, that I work between 25 and 35 max hours a week. And it's been that way from the start. And I've set boundaries around when my workday ends, when it, when it's, uh, when it starts and when it ends and when it ends, I'm with family, I'm present with people. And I've kind of imposed those constraints on myself on purpose from the beginning, because I wanted to prove both to myself and to the world. It can, it can work that way. And it can actually be a beautiful, enjoyable journey to build that way. And I want to help other people build that way too. Yeah. It's, it's just so interesting because I think it's like, it really, people don't realize how much the thought, like something has to be sacrificed or like 
you know, that thought is the thing that then creates them mm-hmm. like creating that. So are there like a handful of people just wanted to like zip into your brain and like steal some of your thoughts? Like what are the biggest thoughts that have created that life that you've created? Hmm. Great question. Um, so I've got, I have a number of different places where I just have yeah, a bunch guys, of like, I can my see favorite, Karen my favorite on video. thoughts. Yeah. Did you just pull up a tab? <laughs> Yeah. So this is like one note where recently I've had some thoughts and it has some of my, my older ones too, but I have, I mean, I have my, um, what I call it kind of when I talk to, to my audience, what I call highway thoughts, right? These are the thoughts that the future Kieran is always thinking and just operating from on default. And yeah, so I have a, a bunch of them. Some of the, some of the earlier ones were, um, around one business can be simple if I let it be. Um, it's happening. Uh, so there, and then there are a couple ones that are more specific to kind of the, the value that I feel like I bring to the marketplace and to people that work with me. So one that was huge for me was that I bring way more value than $5,000 to my clients over the course of six months, let alone a lifetime of benefit that they receive after, you know, we would potentially stop working together. Um, I help my clients change the trajectory of their lives. And the sooner that they work with me, the sooner their lives will change. Um, I was made for entrepreneurship. This is one that's pretty recently been, been sinking in and really, uh, it's really helped me just think about my identity as an entrepreneur and how that's connected to my faith. You know, I think entrepreneurship is a form of creativity that in all forms of creativity get to reflect, you know, from our perspective, the creator of everything. Um, so yeah, so those are, those are a couple, uh, and then I'll share one more. So I'll always think about specific people and specific numbers of people who I know are on the verge of hiring me. So there are, for example, recently I've been saying there are four people who right now in this moment want to hire me and they're just, they're on the edge of it. There, there's one tiny thing preventing them from that. Yeah. And that is just, it's keeping me keeping me on the edge of my seat, keeping me thinking about uh, one, they're there. It's just a matter of helping them cross that final, take that final step. And then after that, that's when their life can start changing. And so a lot of it has been about the, a belief in the value that I bring and how much I can help people change the trajectory of their lives. And when I, when I finally allowed that to sit in and to settle in, that's when I think that's when everything started to change for me because until I had that belief, I was always kind of rowing upstream or going and up, going uphill is what it felt like. Yeah. And I think this is like, we focus so much in the mastermind on like, you know, just what like service, I I think it's like servant leadership is definitely something that like, I would say is like a mantle of like what we promote in the room. And it's just like interesting because I think in the world of online business, when you just talk about like copy tips, Right. It's just like the if you just think about someone's brain around like, oh, I've just got to like figure out these like few copy things versus like if you just genuinely seat yourself into like everything Kieran just said and you really think about the people that you're serving, it becomes so much more sacred. And I think for me, this is when like I used to say I was like committed to my business. And the more that I thought about the people I was serving, 
it, like it's devotion. Like it's, it's this like deeper well of like, it can't help but emanate out from you. And I think that's another thing that I see you like demonstrate like so beautifully in the online space. Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of going a little bit back to the, the non-hustle, you know, because the, I think some of the thoughts that I read weren't, weren't necessarily addressing that, but the thoughts that kind of led to me imposing those constraints on myself were just fully believing and seeking out examples and evidence that you can in fact build a wildly successful business that serves people and creates an incredible impact without working insane hours. I was just like, there must be examples out there. Let me go and find them. Yeah. And great. Now that I have this evidence, I know it's possible for me too. And so I'm just going to choose to do it. And instead of asking, well, is it possible? I'm just focusing my time and my energy on figuring out how it's possible and making it happen. Yeah. Which people can just take that and apply it to anything. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, for sure. And I just think because we live in a culture that's very like productivity based, it's something that it's like, it, it's a very small percentage of the population. And I, I'm like, I'm going to turn it in my lifetime. Like I am definitely on the path, but it's just so interesting. Like just the lack of belief that it's even possible, like how that just holds people back from being able to generate not just a ton of money, but have like the rich life that, I mean, yeah. guys children's book. What's your children's book called? If people want to go, <laughs> it's called daddy loves you. Yeah. So yeah. you can go on Amazon, go pick it up. I think I left the first Amazon review. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So good. All right. Oh, I want to, you know what I want to talk about as you were talking through the thoughts, I was born for entrepreneurship and I just wanted to like put a pin in that for people because like the fact that Kieran's saying he's just now really letting that sink into his bones, like to let people have grace, because one of the biggest thoughts I see people when they're first coming in to entrepreneurship is they like tell themselves they aren't cut out for it. Yeah. And it's just because they haven't unwound, right? Like you've got decades of like being trained to go into a completely different path for your life. And so like to, to just allow you guys to hear, like, this is a guy that was like creating has, has been for a while now, like consistent 10,000, 15, $18,000 months. And like, yes, allow it to be like, your brain's going to be a brain. And if you can just like, let it take time and be like, no, but how is this possible? And I just think it's so fun to think about, like, I think there was a moment for me. I remember when I first started, it used to be like, if this doesn't work out, I can always go get another job. And I think the moment I knew that I was like just an entrepreneur for life was I was like, if something happened and like, this just went out, like there's so many, I love coaching, but I'm like, maybe it's a retreat center. Like, like there's so many other ideas I have of just like businesses I would want to build. And I, I just remember that moment where I'm like, oh, I don't even, it's never even an option. Like I just go get a job. And I love, like if, if people could see Kieran is like nodding his head vigorously. So I suspect that he's had a similar shift. Yeah, it was, I don't remember the exact day or, or month, but it was definitely earlier this year when I had that realization. Cause that was certainly, it was a thought that made my brain feel safe, right? Oh, if, if things go horribly wrong, I can always just find another job. That's not a problem. But I similarly, I had that thought and I was like, well, no, actually now I just feel like I'm at the point where if things went horribly wrong, I would just build another business. Right? I, it's not like I lose the skill set or the mindset that it takes to build a business. If the business goes away, like I'm still here. Yeah. And so 
there is, I can't really see a, a future and who knows anything can happen. Maybe there's some amazing thing that comes up, but I can't see myself ever going back to a job and not building a business. I just, there's nothing that I can think of right now that would be more enjoyable than doing that. Well, and I think it's like this sort of segues into identity. And it's like one of the biggest things that like it, it's a big part of the mastermind, the two day event. And I actually have it on here. Like when I think about the entrepreneurial identity and the avatar that we work on um, and what you've stepped into. Um, basically there's an exercise and you identify exactly how you're going to show up in the world. And I remember in the last round of the mastermind, Kieran came on and posted that like verbatim, a client had come onto a consult and like everything you were like, this is who I am. Like, this is who I am in the world. And she literally point by point fed back, like almost all of it to you. And it was just so clear that like, you weren't living from a memory of the past. You were like identifying like a soulful identification of like just what the fullest expression of Kieran is in the world and like letting everything else fall away. Yeah. That was, that was such a cool moment. It was this, I'll never forget. The three words were bold, consistent, and loving. And those were the top three things that I wanted to, I wanted people to experience through my marketing and through my brand. And those were the three words, you know, I asked her, you know, what, why me? Why, why are you here? Why are you talking to me? Why do you want to work together? And she said those three things. And I immediately knew that's what I had written down uh, over. I think it was over a year, about a year prior. Yeah. And then confirmed, went back. And I was like, wow, one, this, this works. People, (laughs) people don't buy what they don't buy, what you sell or what your offer is or your pack. They, they buy working with you. They buy who you are showing up as in the world. And so that was just such a cool moment that you, there's no way around it. Like that is, that is true. Like people, people, that is why people make decisions. Um, and so that was just huge confirmation for me that, you know, I have stepped into this new identity and, and it's an, it's an, it's an ongoing process always. And identity is, is the, one of the biggest things I talk about too, because it is the foundation of everything that we do. Um, and so it's, yeah the question of who are you becoming is one of my favorite questions just in life to be asking people. And so that was really the question that you had me answer doing that exercise. And it's been really cool to see that play out. Yeah. And I think it's like that one, it was more, I think specifically around branding, but I think like what sort of pinged that into my brain was you talking about like, you know, I would never just start another, another business. I thought like it made me feel safer to think I could go back And it is, again, like sort of just that quality of your being now. It's like you just understand. And actually, I think I remember in the last round of the mastermind, like coaching on like your thought about like the the paycheck every two weeks. Right. And like and like getting used to sometimes like all the money comes in at the end of the month or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like to hear you now say like I would just build another business. It's like it's indicative to me that you've also unwound that like, because some people, when they come out of their nine to five, they free, if they're like, no, if it's not, I need to have it on the third and the 10th and the 17th. Right. And that's exactly what I need to get paid. It's just like, that is a thought. Yeah. So like, is, would you, for the people who are like in that, like, would you have any, like, you know, grab onto this and it'll, you know, hmm. pull you here closer? Yeah. I, I would just, kind of ask a couple of questions of yourself and ask why, 
why does that make you feel secure? Like what is, what is the reason why your brain loves that loves the, right. The consistent income, which is what we, we talk about the consistent paycheck, the stability, right. But when you actually, sometimes looking at the actual math can be really helpful of, okay, well, would you rather have a paycheck of $5,000 come in every two weeks, or would you rather just have $10,000 come in on the first of the month or the 15th of the month or the 18th, right? And there's a, you can take a logical path to it, but oftentimes when I explore this with clients and for myself, it was a very much kind of emotional uh, attachment to this idea of stability. It was just trained because it's what I'd been used to. That's the only way I'd been paid ever in my life. And that's the only way I saw other people get paid in their life. And so my brain says, oh, that's normal. We want normal. And you just want to question like, what, what is it about that, that your brain really likes? And what if you could get yourself to being okay with an alternative and what would that free up for you? What would that allow you to do? Yeah. And I think it is like going back to like, I guess at this point, a little bit of, like about a month ago, but the eliminating insecurity, when I think about like, it's so interesting, the more that I coach, I coach on money, right? Like I help people create money. And because we tie in our society, we tie it to security. And so it's just like, if you have thoughts about money that like, don't make you feel safe, like good luck. (laughs) And so I guess it would also just be like recognizing that like, those are just thoughts that are creating insecurity and they really are just thoughts. And can you start to cultivate safety for like a different way of money Mm -hmm. creation? Yeah. I love that. All right. I'm trying to think I've, have we covered all of my notes that I wrote about Kieran on an airplane? Um, let me see. What else, Kieran, would you want to share with us? Ooh, good question. Um, so I think one thing that's one thing that's been on on my mind a lot is just some of the practices, and this is a question that I get oftentimes, like what are the what are the really tangible practical things that you do? every day that maybe nobody sees, but that are, that you would attribute a lot of your growth to. And so one, obviously working, working with a coach, working with you, being in the mastermind and being surrounded by a room full of incredible people is part of that, but a daily practice of just doing the daily mindset work. And that came from you. I think it was when we first started working together, it was probably one of the worksheets that you had sent out. Yeah. And it's a very simple, it takes maybe sometimes five minutes, sometimes 15 minutes, depending on the day to basically just download before I start my workday. What are the thoughts that are just kind of swirling around my head right now around why I can or can't reach the goal that I have for that specific day or that specific week. And it's just this constant process of bringing up, okay, what's the crap that I haven't dealt with yet. Let's just bring it up to the surface because that is, that's gold. And there's such a tendency for humans to want to push that stuff away and to not think about the thoughts that are about our our fears or insecurities or our doubts. But those are the literal things. Like I say, those are gold. Yeah. You, you want to mine for that gold because once you know it's there, that's the only way you can actually work through it and overcome it. And by working through and overcoming it, that is what leads to the results in the future that you want. And so, you know, daily practice of bringing up the things, all the fears and the doubts that are there and then after that, thinking through those 
like I mentioned earlier, those highway thoughts, what are the thoughts that I want to be operating from and thinking? The thoughts that future Kieran's operating from and grounding into that. And then what that does is set my compass for the day. And now I'm operating from where I want to, not from how I happened to wake up that morning because Callie didn't sleep well or because I didn't uh, have a great workout. I don't know, like whatever it is, Sure. you get to decide for yourself what the, the tone is going to be for the day. And it doesn't mean you're perfect all day, but it that makes such a big difference. And that is the daily work that I have my clients do. And nobody will ever see it. No one's ever going to see you at your desk for that five minutes doing that work. But that is the work that has correlated the most with my business's success. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. Like I, there's so many analogies that I could use. One that I've been like thinking about recently is just like, it's just like brushing your teeth every day, right? Like it, no one sees you do that, but it just like makes you feel better. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's cultural conditioning, but I'm pretty sure that like, I just like to have a clean mouth every day. Otherwise I just like, I, I feel off. I don't know. I hopefully I do love going to the dentist. So this might only work for me, but it's the kind of thing that like, if I forget to brush my teeth and it's like midway through the day, I'm like, Oh, that's why I feel disgusting. Right. <laughs> like, And if I don't sit down and like clean out my brain and I love people think like when you make a lot of money, all of a sudden your thoughts are just like rainbows. I'm like, no, yeah, you still have to do this. And so like if, and if you don't, it's sort of like beliefs are just thoughts you think over and over again. And if you're not cleaning it out every day, the same way you get cavities and like plaque starts to build up, like those thoughts that you're not clearing out every day become beliefs and then they're stickier and they're harder to unwind. And so I think it's just like staying on top of it is just like, it's just good mental hygiene. Yeah, for sure. I I love that analogy. It's perfect. I I think it'll work for for people (laughs) even who don't love going to the dentist. And I, it's just like, I love seeing so many examples of this as you guys are like coming out and like, yes, these are the tools that have worked for me. Like it really does make such a phenomenal difference. All right. Oh, I have one more question, Kieran. And then we're going to like, actually two, because we've got to know where everybody can find you that wants to hire you. Um, but so we covered in the beginning, like when you came in, Kieran's my OG, right? Like he made the decision to come in and work with me. But at this point, like the end of the first round, you are already at $10,000 months. So like, I'm just curious, like why come back? Yeah, it's honestly a super simple answer. I want to continue to grow. And as long as I want to continue to grow, which I anticipate will be always in the world, I'm going to continue investing in myself. And I know that even though the the results were there in the first round of the mastermind, there was still like mental drama behind it. And there was still, you know, some uh, fear or things that I wanted to work through to make that the results that I created in the first round to make that even more effortless. And that's where I've kind of come to in the second round of the mastermind. I'm achieving the same, largely the same results, the, the consistent money, but I'm doing it from a place that feels way more at peace and calm. And like, this is just, this is easy is what it feels like. And again, not everything is always going to be easy and perfect all the time, but the feeling is, is drastically different. And I can feel that in my body, I can feel it. Uh, and I can see it in some of the like little behaviors that I do, like not checking emails often, 
not checking social media posts after I post them to see how many, how, how much engagement there is. And the amount of time that I think about solving problems in the business when I'm not working. Right. And so I'm, I'm just way more present outside of work, present with my family, with friends. And so there's certainly growth that I want on the the business front in terms of revenue, but then there's also the personal growth of how do I want to feel as I'm operating my business. And so as long as there's still stuff going on in my brain that I want to improve and change and work on, uh, I'm going to continue investing in myself. So yeah, simple, simple answer is I want to keep growing. So why would I not be in this room? Yeah. Well, and I think it's like, it's interesting because you touched on like, yes, you all, you want the quantity of your money to increase, but like right now it's like, oh, right now the quality of your money. Right. And I think I can't remember. Oh, I think you like uh, had a quick like talk with my operations manager, Cheyenne. And I was like looking over the footage yesterday and you've made in the first two months, like, so you made 40,000 the last round and you've already made in the first couple of months, like 23,000. Right. So that's like (laughs) in two months. Right. So you're like making it faster. Cause if we were to just like, if you were just keep at this clip, you're going to end this round at 20, 40, 60, uh, almost 70,000, right? Gen- mm-hmm. If you only stay at your clip. So right. not only will you have, that's not quite double, but that's almost double. Is my math right, Karen? <laughs> I've, all I know is I'm, I'm on track. I'm going to hit six figures this year. And then I'll be on to next year where I plan to do even more than that. So yeah. And, uh, and yeah. but like, but not only is, are you like doubling basically the money that you're making, but what you're saying is that like, the, you're not, you're super calm. You're very at peace and you've just got like a rich life, like in so many facets, even just outside of your business and the way that you're operating in your business is like exactly how you want to be. Yeah. It feels, it feels really good. I love it. All right. So if people have heard you and they are, you know, Christian faith-based and they're like, I am totally like into this guy, where can they come find you and work with you? Yeah. So easiest way is to just find me on Instagram. Kieran Lenahan coaching is my handle and the link in my bio will send you to, to my website. You can see client testimonials and how to set up time to talk with me. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your big, beautiful brain with us and I'll see you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. Hey, enrollment is open for the mastermind. You coming? You've got until end of day this Thursday, September 2nd, to apply. This is the room that changes the trajectory of the rest of your life, where $10,000 months go from feeling impossible or hard to a calm and easy baseline for your million dollar scale. Do not let anything stop you from claiming your rightful place at the table with us. Head to www.katherinemorsoncoaching.com forward slash mastermind and come step into your future with us. I'll see you there.